Welcome, welcome everyone to this uh, next episode in season two of the Generation Podcast. Uh, I'm your host today, Martin Patterson, and uh, I'm delighted to uh, welcome to the show today uh, a wonderful uh, couple who are currently uh, living up uh, near Fort William in Scotland. Um, one originally comes from down south uh, in the UK and the other comes from uh, the, the wonderful nation of Argentina and they've ended up in Fort William and the next steps are even more interesting as they get ready to move uh, into the continent of Europe. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to Matt uh, and Maria Lingard and I just want to say thank you guys for taking the time to, to spend with us uh, today as we get to hear about what the Lord's been doing in your life and where it is that he's going to be leading you. So thanks for joining us. No problem. Well, I wonder if you could, for the listeners to the podcast, just give us a little bit of uh, information, background uh, about yourselves. Um, people might not know uh, of you, um, but it would be great to, great to get to know you guys a little bit. So maybe, um, Matt, if you could just fill us in a little bit about yourself and then Maria uh, after that. And don't worry. It turns out that you're married, and so your stories are intertwined now. Yes. So <laughs> feel free to share. That's helpful. They connect. Yes, definitely. So um, I'm from the West Country originally, uh, the land of good cheese and bad music, <laughs> as it's generally known. And um, yeah, I was just raised there, um, single child and very loving family. Um, my mum brought me up in knowledge of the Lord from a very young age, which I'm extremely thankful and, and blessed. Extremely blessed for looking looking back on that. So grateful to my mother because she'd done absolutely nothing else for me. She gave me the greatest gift of all. She did that and so much else. So, um, so yeah, um, um, both my parents have, have come to faith um, in life, dad later. So that that's just awesome. So, um, so yeah, I kind of grew up in in the West Country. Um, after coming out of school, I went into to work in forestry for a few years. Ended up in Fort William. Um, after coming after a couple of years in Galloway as well, um, and and then yeah, so I'll just uh, leave it at that for now and uh, hand over to my. Yeah. I am Maria. Um, I am from Argentina, from the city of Buenos Aires, and it was a massive challenge to come here to Fort William, very different to the city movement, all the time rushing all around the city, but. I'm uh, really glad, a uh, very similar background. Uh, my parents raised me in, in, in the church, and I am really glad because of that. I, I came to a lot at the age of three, and it was just the right moment because after that, mom had a terrible cancer. So while she was fighting that, um, that fight, uh, I was praying, and I, I could feel the presence of the Lord with me in that moment. So, and I was an only child too, so I am an only child. Four only children. <laughs> so it was amazing to have such a friend like Jesus. And exactly that was what made me want him. Uh, one day I, I ran after mom and saying, oh, how on earth can I, can I accept Jesus? I, I want to be his, his friend. And well, we, I did the first prayer in my life and it was lovely. He was totally lovely and he has helped me to live many, many hardships in life. And, and I am really glad of 
covering him by myself. And now that he has given me this amazing husband. <laughs> so you're talking about. I have my moments. Guys, thanks for uh, sharing a little bit about your life so far. Um, now, Maria, you, you've already mentioned this. You moved from Buenos Aires to Fort William. Yeah. Uh, how did that happen? How did you meet this guy? Uh, <laughs> how did how did how did you guys meet? And because uh, I know that that's part of your story and 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 where you're ending up. So, can you tell us how you guys met? Well, um, since I was a child, I we received some missionaries in our church, and I started thinking, oh wow. These people, it's like, wow, they, they are sharing the gospel in another nations. At that point, I, I was frightened about vaccines because uh, I remember one couple saying that they had to give themselves like 20 vaccines. So I said, no, <laughs> they are really adventurous. But now here I am <laughs> in that same yeah, uh, kind of route. Yes. Um, it was amazing because when I was 14 years old, um, I had a kind of crisis. Uh, I was asking my purpose. I was asking to to God, well, okay, yes, I am here in life, but I want to know what do you want for, for my life. And I remember that uh, during the process of months, um, he led me to missions. Um, it was kind of weird because I, at that point I was praying for missionaries, but the idea of being a, becoming a missionary was very strange. Um, I started praying for different nations and Greece constantly came to my heart constantly and every time that I was praying for Greece it was something special so I thought okay I will keep studying because I was very young and when I was 19 I started uh, learning the Greek and I did my first trip when I was 26 and then uh, I did four more trips and in the fourth I was just there thinking, okay, this is this has to be the last trip because I <laughs> it was like not I was constantly trying to get there and never it was never the long term mission. So I was kind of asking, okay, God, I want to take off. I don't want to be a, a plane like it's only going on the wrong way. Yes. Never taking off. Exactly. And exactly that year I in that trip I met Matt in an amazing way. He was not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, that day. Any <laughs> yeah. other Lord but, works things. Yes, exactly. Um, yes, uh, previously I was very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, that day, exactly, I, I, I was much better. So I thought, okay, I will go to the community center to serve in, in Athens, a center where they work with poverty ministries, people from the street that they receive showers, food, uh, some words we we talk with the people, and we share the gospel in, in a lively way. And there, this man appeared and was serving with a lot of love, and it, that led to a very lovely friendship. Um, yes, from now on, we, from there on, mm. we were together. And from there, yeah, the rest of history. Yeah, so so the questionable music from the West Country didn't put you off, Maria, is that <laughs> The words was weren't enough. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, cool. Uh, and, and again, like, I just, 
just want to pick out a couple of things from that, um, Maria. Like, I think we can sometimes forget that one of the great ways that we can be involved in God's mission in the world, or, or we downplay it anyway, is taking the time to pray for the nations. Yeah. Uh, and actually the, the time that we take to pray that God's kingdom would come and his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven, mm-hmm. um, and all that that means, is actually very important and is one of the, 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 the sort of starting points and, and, and entry gate, I would say, to an extent, uh, for us to begin exploring what does it mean to maybe serve cross-culturally, maybe in another part of the world. And like you said, that you didn't necessarily pick this one place yourself. This this people, this nation just kept coming up. And also how God orders our life uh, providentially, you know. It's the fourth time you were in Greece and it turns out that that's where, you know, your, your husband was. Now, this is not a marketing advert that you can <laughs> make yourself a husband. Go to Greece and meet your Christian <laughs> yeah, That's how it is. But there is a, there's a beautiful... Um, sense of you know god's purposes and his providence and your guys lives and the way that you've met and and also how he's been leading you um together mm. matt what's what's your story where how did how did this cross-cultural stuff come to mind for you uh, was it something you always thought you know what this is what i'm going to do or was it a longer process yeah it was it was definitely a longer process and actually just totally as you, as you said there martin talking about the providential aspect i think it's so amazing that maria was called to greece so young and obviously in the process of getting there greece like the gospel need for greece has only increased in terms of the the problems and issues it's facing so that's amazing because it wasn't in such a situation okay it was there but it wasn't nearly as bad as what it is now when you were called so so that's amazing when maria was called so yeah sorry um so look uh, looking at myself yeah i was i was working in forestry at the time which I loved. I love the outdoors. I love work to me is my hands in mud. And that's, that's the kind of definition of it really. And, um, but I kind of reached a point where I realized, and obviously everyone's workplace, every minute of every day is our, is our mission field is is worshiping God and trying to bring other people towards that, obviously. But I realized a point where like the majority of the majority of my day, every day was kind of just with, trees or fence or like there wasn't much opportunity um like there have been um certainly in in younger days to 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 share the gospel with people and just to like speak about jesus um with with new people on a regular basis and i really felt in my heart that that was what the lord was convicting me towards just to, to move towards something where i i would have the opportunity to spend time with people not not necessarily even in a in a um uh like in a, in a paid uh, any particular paid ministerial capacity whatever job it was but a job that had much more engagement with people throughout the day where i just have the t- chance to talk about jesus to to people who are that did know him um to know him better or, or people um who didn't know him to, to be able to share the gospel and so you know, I was, i've been starting to study part-time at htc and i went in to do a um a year full time. I, t- I took a career break um, from my job. Um, Just a quick question, Matt. Uh-huh. Um, HTC. What is that? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll fill in as, uh, as okay. you know only too well, Martin. Yes. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. I, I know. I know that you know. Not everyone will know what, what the acronyms are. Uh, yes. I'm not as bad for it as anyone. So don't worry. That's true. Yes. Good shout. Good shout. So uh, yeah, HTC is Highland Theological College, which is 
uh, the Theological College, which is a, a brand in Dingwall, which is a branch of the University of the Highlands and Islands. And it's great. I'm totally recommending it. <laughs> as uh, as doing... it Yes. <laughs> it's full of ads. Yeah, we're sponsored, by the way. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, for so yeah, it's uh, does part does part time courses. It's very much like Open University. You can be a full time student, um, and and so yeah, so um, I started doing some just part time modules um, in general theological studies. Um, I took I got a career break off. I was given a career break off work um, to go to go study for a year. And I was really just praying and asking the Lord, like where where He wants me to go at that point, um, and what He wanted me to do um, exactly, and just what, what what the future would look like. So anyway, I'd, I'd had a number of friends throughout the years who'd gone to Greece on midterm mission trips, and I knew a couple who were out in Greece uh, at the moment, still in north of Greece, um, on a long term mission trip um, for many years now, and. And I thought, okay, there's a real, I knew there was a real need in Greece, as there is a lot of places, but I knew there was a great deal of opportunity um, as well. It was such a mixing pot of cultures and um, such a, people making new starts, a new start for themselves. Um, and so I tried to contact the, the couple who I knew were out in Greece, and they were actually back in the, um, they were in Ireland at the time fundraising. So I said, okay, who else can I go with? So I ended up going with OM in the end. Um, just had an amazing time out there. It was such a blessing working with the the people, such a need, such a, a lovely, um, it, engaging people just wanting to to talk uh, generally a lot, which suits me fine. <laughs> so I like to talk too much. Um, and and so much need out there. And I noticed what an impact the ministries were really having and making it in people's lives and people coming to the Lord, like Bible studies growing slowly but steadily, like, a couple of people a year, but people were coming in the, in the particular church we went to, Second Evangelical, but the Bible studies there through the ministries they were doing were growing. People were coming to know the Lord and, and have done since, um, since we've even since we've um, left in this last couple of years, a few people, which is just amazing to hear, to hear the work of the Lord there. Um, a, lot of, a lot of years of real investment for God's kingdom, and it's taken a long time for them to see fruit, but they're, they're seeing it really bearing, which is amazing. Um, but anyway... A lot of the ministries there, we noticed as I was speaking to people, um, it became apparent that they were thin on the ground um, in a lot of the ministries, a lot of the organizations out there, and also that there are a lot of people soon to leave. Um, and towards the end of my time, there were a couple of people um, asked me seriously if I would think about staying on. Um, and I, I'd taken the time to learn a little bit of modern Greek, the absolute, absolute basics, so I was able to converse with the the locals out there even just on some very basic matters um obviously english is quite widely spoken but it was nice to be able to have that with people and so they asked me seriously to to think and pray about it and i said i would and it was about that time that uh, i met maria which was very unexpected because i wasn't meant to be there in that church which is a, a different church on the other side of athens on that day it was my, my day off but a series of events had come together that meant, okay, I thought I'll go, go over to this church to serve this day. Um, and that's how we met. And as Maria said, we started an amazing friendship. And anyway, coming back, coming back to the UK, um, we maintained our friendship and we're speaking regularly and we were praying about things and various months, a few months went by, COVID came in mm. at this point. We made um, a, long a bit after that, yes. <laughs> yes. 
That's right. We really. Argentina, yes, that's right. <laughs> that's yeah. Fine. So it was no small commitment. Um, and but we really, we really just brought it before the Lord and kept praying about things about where He's leading us. Um, and I came to a real conviction that God was calling both of us to Greece in the long term. Well, as you had. Um, and so from there, it was a, a matter of getting together and aiming to get married. So which, thank God, has eventually come about. Mm. So, yes. That's great. Um, and, and again, uh, it's, it's nice to hear how God was at work in, in, in your life, Matt, and, and just leading you along that path. Um, you were doing something you really loved and enjoyed, um, but just felt that little, I don't know, little nudge, little move, like it's time to move on um, to something else. And uh, yeah. Um, how through obediently listening to him uh, it's brought you to this place. I mean, if you hadn't been listening, you'd probably still be with the trees. And yeah. <laughs> your wonderful wife. And you yeah. would be able to go to Argentina for amazing beef. So <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I was so unexpected as well, because like, really, it was, I think it's amazing how God works, isn't it? Because like, sometimes okay you're, you're looking for that kind of thing and adventure and and all that and i couldn't i really wasn't <laughs> i really wasn't and so it was amazing having that come through because i think we both realized what a like serious commitment this was doing it and we were like okay we have to be absolutely sure this is what god wants it's not just it's not just um it's not just uh, going off in a, in a mad rush anywhere but no it's been god's provided for us and watched over our steps and Make clear our way every every step. So, so right now you guys are in uh, just near Fort William, and you've been uh, going along to uh, Kilmally. You're 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 involved in the church there. Um, one of my great joys uh, over the last few months has been getting to, to spend time with you guys, but also um, with the the church and with the leaders at Kilmally um, as we work together to um, see you. Uh, both sent well um, to serve in Greece, uh, because that's where you're going to be moving on to next, as you've been involved in ministry there in the past, and that's where the Lord's been at work in your hearts and your lives, uh, leading you towards there uh, in February, uh, the 8th of February, if you can remember correctly. You guys are going to be flying out um, from uh, the UK uh, to, to Athens. Um, and it's been a joy for me to see the way that uh, the church in Kumali have been taking on this responsibility of being your sending church and also in partnership with uh, Maria. I know your church is Christ is the Change uh, in Buenos Aires. They are fully supporting you guys. Uh, for me, I absolutely love this. I think that as we journey further into the 21st century, this uh, mission from everywhere to everywhere, uh, this sort of pattern of a guy from the West Country, a girl from Buenos Aires, end up in Fort William. They've been to Athens before, they've met there, and now they return there. I think this is probably what it's going to look like more and more and more as we walk into the 21st century. And it gives us, as God's people, a great opportunity to depend on him for what seems like something that's so unpredictable and yet is sovereignly orchestrated uh, for his glory and for the good of other people. So you guys will be leaving um, the UK uh, in just a few weeks' time. Um, what is it that you're going to be involved in? 
So that's great. You 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 know that you're going to be going to Athens. You know you're going to be moving to Greece. That's super. What, what might that look like um, moving forward? What are the sort of things you're likely to be involved in in terms of ministries? Okay. Uh, well, uh, for many years in Argentina, I was working with Campus Crusade for Christ. Um, I God has put a very deep burden for youth. Um, I am really glad because there is an opportunity to work uh, with uh, the students of the university preaching the gospel and doing outreach there and evangelizing discipleship. Uh, and also uh, an opportunity to work between um, cultures because there are many refugees, youth refugees that are coming to the, that are in the neighborhood of the church. And there are many, many people is in, interested in making something for them. And not only for them, but also for uh, reconciling Greeks and, and refugees. Because there is a lot of hatred between cultures. Uh, in general, Greeks tend to feel that these people is taking their places, uh, that everyone is putting their eyes on refugees, but they are not taking care on, on Greeks themselves that are really struggling with the crisis so we are looking forward to work into integration reconciliation ministries to and especially i love youth so i really i am really looking forward to uh, working in that aim uh, for that aim to um, integrate greeks and, and refugees uh, yes. it's it's one of those areas i think again moving forward where there are so many mm. clear divisions yes. uh, between cultures and between peoples. Mm. Although we live in a globalized world where we all have digital technology and we can access whatever we want and we, to an extent, can have a window into so many different cultures, there still is, and maybe um, increasingly, there is division, there is tension. And so that ministry of reconciliation um, between peoples is 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 so essential um, to see that dividing wall of hostility. It's what Paul calls it, isn't it? Between us and God removed, but also as a result of what Jesus has done, removing that between other peoples and seeing that that one new humanity under Christ um, yeah. come to come to fruition. So that's 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 super. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited to hear that, <laughs> Matt. What about what were yourself? What are you? What are you thinking through? What what might, what might it look like for you? Yes. So what, one of the things to say about Maria is well, actually, she's got an amazing gift for languages. So we're hoping to have a, a language teaching ministry as well um, in amongst the the people, which would be really cool. Whether it be Spanish, Greek, Greek or English, English for you, yeah. maybe a bit of German on the side. So yeah, so so that's really cool. A good chance to outreach. Um, and yeah, for me, so I'm also joining with the Reconciliation Ministries, which I'm really looking forward to for the reasons you just said there, Mark. Um, and uh, the other ministries I'm going to be involved with, are, I'll be quite involved with the Poverty Ministries, with Second Evangelical Church who are receiving us. Um, so they do cafe ministries where obviously um, a lot of the, the guys, either who are, who are homeless or just, just struggling generally um, in affording food, um, in Greece, some of the young, larger families, have a chance to come to the cafe. They get, a, they get a free meal and some free food, um, have a time just to chill out and relax with each other without feeling the, the stress of, um, of, of what it is to be, to be lacking, um, even a house to live in. 
Um, and so they just have the chance to unwind. There's usually a, a gospel message. Someone comes and gives a testimony or, or a kind of Christian film on, left in the background, so to speak. Um, it was a really good time to, to engage and speak with everyone. So that they have the, that coffee ministry twice a week. Then there are uh, various uh, kind of feeding ministries in the sense that people can come and get their lunch. It's kind of more like a, a takeaway coffee service. There are some tables around the church people can, can sit at and, again, have that opportunity to, to talk. Um, and then there's shower and clothing ministries where people uh, who don't have a chance throughout the rest of the week, uh, there's one, one day for men and one day for women, um, where they can come, obviously just have a clean shower and people donate clothes and they can look, for, look out clothes that fit them and are the right size. And again, it's just an opportunity to speak to people. There's usually quite a wait for the shower, so it's a chance just to speak to people, build relationships, be able to speak to them about the Lord. Mm. So that's really, that's really exciting. I'm looking forward to being involved with that. And then, as we said, as well as the reconciliation ministry, I'm hoping to have, yeah, I'm hoping to have some involvement with uh, an addiction ministry as well um, in, in a ch- that a church in Athens does an association with Second Evangelical, um, where I'll be working under a pastor who's had a good few years of experience giving uh, pastoral counselling to uh, people in the midst of particularly alcoholism and drugs. Um, it's very big out there. But there's a lot of gambling, there's a lot of sex uh, trafficking in Greece, there's a lot of, um, well, <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of people coming in who are who's addicted to money as anything in the sense of that there's quite a big gap between those who, who do have something and those who don't. Um, but yeah, particularly on the, on the drug and alcohol base, um, there, there's quite a big demand for um, helping people address that. So I'm going to be involved working under, under, that, under him as well. That's the hope. And there's also some plans afoot potentially to be receiving the OC are working with to potentially be receiving uh, short term teams from the UK. Um, so this this is just a new ministry that's emerging. So we just been talking about that for the last couple of days uh, that we found out about that. So that's exciting. That's another potential avenue. Yeah, we'll be working down. So, yeah, that's the direct work we're going to be doing. So I think that that's now the third advert in the podcast for different <laughs> opportunities. Um, yes. so, and it may well be the case that in the future um, there could be the, the chance to to meet up with uh, you guys that yeah. listen to the pod uh, and those from different churches uh, get in touch with yourselves or the organisation you are going to be serving with as one collective. Um, and it might be the case that there's the chance to pull together a team of people to, 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 to see what you guys are doing, to partner with you and to encourage you and also to just um, get stuck in in ways that will be helpful and meaningful to the context. Um, it's going to be a lot of transition. Uh, it's going to be a lot of change. Uh, you'll be doing that just now, given the fact that the 8th of February is not too far away. In the midst of all that, because it's 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 chaos, right? Like it's yeah. just it's, yeah. it's chaos. Yeah. There's, there's yeah. all sorts of things happening. There's people that you need to say goodbye to. There's stuff that you need to sell or get rid of. You know, you need to move on from the home that you're part of and your church community. Why on earth, you know, why on earth would you do that? And what is it that God's saying into your lives just now, guys? Um, because in that that sort of season, uh, I can imagine that's the sort of thing that people go, "No, I, I just I don't want that sort of chaos in my life." What is it that God's been saying into your lives and reminding you in the midst of all this change and transition? That's a really good question. Mark. Really good question. Um, in terms of in terms of doing it and going, I always think it must be something similar to what it's what it's like when a a, a church perhaps goes to goes to 
plant a new church. I must think the both the, the joy and the pain of separation that goes on in a church must must be great. And to some extent, that that's what it's like, really. Although I know it's a different scenario, but um, it does it does feel that both real excitement, but as you say, also the the, the sadness of of saying goodbye to friends and family and um so that is there but what what certainly for me what god has been saying throughout this time is or demonstrating more than anything is just how much the church is a body and is a whole and we've had so many we've had our, our home churches our sending churches kumali and arna merkin in christ is the change um supporters in so many different ways the church and individuals in it um but other churches supporting churches around us um also stepping in to provide needs individuals um certain individuals have been on us on this journey for a very long time and um just been such an amazing um amazing support uh, organizations coming in to help us and the amazing thing is that all of them are fulfilling different roles really in a way and none of them are doing the same thing but through them god has provided for everything literally everything we've needed and and hopefully he's using us i've no doubt to 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 be a blessing in some way to to them at the same time and i it's really just been absolutely amazing to see that with christ as a head how every part of his body can can perform uh, all these different functions but in unison working towards the same goal uh, that's been awesome to see and for me it's a constant encouragement to see how God loves the world and how how much he's interested in reaching people. There are so many people, nations that don't know him and we have this amazing blessing. So every day when we encounter different conversations and we, we see how much people is needing Jesus, it's like, okay, we have to do something about this. Mm. And these nations and well also this great opportunity that we see in Greece uh, that so many nations that are not allowed to hear the gospel but they come together in Greece and in a free country where although obviously there are certain rules but you can preach the gospel so it is very interesting to take these opportunities that God is giving a Western <laughs> because uh, there is never we had this amazing opportunity of receiving the people, having the people in in these countries. So, mm. so we don't have to. Well, we are, we are going to another country, but it is not us going to um, yes places that you can't share the gospel. So it is like taking the opportunity of that. And um, just yeah, sorry, I'll go for it. There. Yeah, just on that, like, like, like you said earlier, Martin, from mission from everywhere to everywhere, it's so cool having having spent time in Maria's church and our, our parents in Argentina. Um, that the, the a lot of the churches in Argentina were founded by missionaries who came from Scotland, yes. from England, from Wales, mm. from the UK, and and went and started ministries out there. That's how a lot of them started, and and now Argentina's got a. Um, a larger body of Christians now of evangelical yeah. Christians, which is just amazing, and they've got they've got a larger percentage in of of, of people um, than most than all of Europe, any country in Europe, and to see them sending missionaries back out around the world, 
um, is just so cool because, yeah, everywhere needs it, as you say. It's, it's a moment, I, I think that something, well, our context can definitely blind us to what God is doing in the world. Uh, I think that right now is the moment for us as the church to pause and to give thanks to God. He said in Christ, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, that I will be with you to the very end of the age and that I will establish my kingdom and my purposes. And literally before our eyes in the 21st century, we are seeing the mass in gathering of many people who are turning to know Jesus Christ in a way that even in previous centuries we've just, we've just never seen before. But because of the context that many of us will live in within the UK, Scotland, or maybe um, post-Christian secular nations in, in Europe, we sometimes forget that God is achieving his purposes that he mm-hmm. set out to do. Um, mm-hmm. His word will not return to him void. It will achieve the com- and accomplish the purposes he has for it. And to me, that's just such an encouragement to keep going uh, and to keep pushing forward and to keep uh, moving with him. Guys, we'll need to wrap up. So a couple of things we could pray for for you guys. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We really appreciate it. And it's been great. And I think the first thing for us to pray for is just, as you said there, give thanks to God um, for what he's doing and, and how far he's brought us because um, his consistent, amazing provision has just been awesome. Like he's literally provided for us just in our need and our in the right right time and in his right timing, not, not ours always, how, how we think or want it should be in, in his perfect timing. Um, so just giving thanks um, is the first thing Paul he's done. And I think the biggest, uh, well, the the two things to ask for. Transition time. uh, It's the transition to Greece, uh, the logistics, Mm. the bureaucracy, (laughs) the endless, the endless technological things that all computer database things you have to to go and fill in these days. Yeah. um, And sorting visas. So all all the logistics of our transition um, would be really appreciated. We really, really, we we need that. um, And to give us the, the patience in going through it and working through it. Um, that's the first thing. And also for the, obviously the hearts of the people we are going to minister, because we know that this is a spiritual task. We can't go by our strengths only. We need Jesus, we need God to help us and to touch their hearts, the hearts of the Greeks, the hearts of the refugees, and to start working on that land, the land of their hearts, to Yes, for us to be able to preach the gospel and to them to understand it and be open to it. Well, guys, thank you in the midst of a really busy uh, time for you and a really exciting and also um, sort of challenging time as well uh, as you look to uh, an unknown future. We know that you commit yourself to a known God who is good, who is faithful and is full of love towards his people. Thank you for taking the time to spend with us today. Um, it's so great to see the way that your churches in Buenos Aires and Comali are working together to release you for this ministry. Mm-hmm. We look forward to hearing in the future um, what it is um, that the Lord is doing. Um, Matt and Maria have also, um, for those who receive the, the, the record in the free church, um, they're going to be writing a short interview for that as well. Uh, and there will be ways that you can uh, connect with them, uh, I'm sure, off the back of uh, this podcast. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll find ways if people want to do so. Um, but thanks again, guys, um, for 
taking the time with us and thank you to you for uh, choosing to listen to the Generation podcast um, today. It's been great to have your company. Um, we look forward to seeing you again uh, where we'll be able to think once more about what God's doing in the world uh, and about ways that we as, as people can engage with what he's up to. So thanks again. Bye.